Thanks, Dave. Okay, we're going to turn to our Bible reading. And this morning, our reading is found in John chapter 4. And we're reading verses 7 to 14. John chapter 4, verses 7 to 14. And it's found on page 1067 in the Pew Bible. As we were thinking with the girls and boys about the importance of water and that we celebrate harvest. And one of the reasons why is because we have an abundance of rainfall, maybe too much rainfall at times, but it's one of the things that is essential for the growth of the crops that we eat and why we celebrate. One of the passages that speaks of water is this passage in John 4. Jesus talks with the Samaritan woman or the woman at the well. So John chapter 4, and we're reading verses 7 to 14. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, You have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his flocks and herds? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. This is the word of God. So we've thought this morning about the two different kinds of water that there are in this world, and it's really simple. It's either clean or it's dirty. And in our story from the Bible, our Bible reading today, we were hearing about something that happened in the life of Jesus, where Jesus was tired He was thirsty, and he sat down at a well, and he wanted something to drink. And there he was, all on his own. He had been with his disciples. They had traveled with him, but they had gone off to get some food, and most likely they had taken with them the little leather pouch that would have been used to drop into the well and get the water. Because most people came to the well with big jars or jugs. They couldn't go down into the well because the well had this donut-type stone on top of it, so you couldn't get it down in. So these leather pouches were sent down and pulled up again, and the jars were filled. And there was Jesus looking water without the leather pouch that was needed to get that water. The disciples most likely have taken it with them. 
and it's the warmest part of the day. Boys and girls, I'm going to ask you this question. Have you ever been out in a really, really hot day, and the sweat is lashing off your forehead? I know it doesn't happen that often in this country, but maybe once or twice a year, it gets so warm. And whenever it gets so warm and we get so hot, what do we want? We want to rush in and get... We want to get sun cream? Well, yes, we might want to get sun cream, but we're so hot and warm, we will want... We will want a drink. And you know, it used to be we'd rush in and get a drink of water, but now maybe it'll be diluting juice or fresh orange juice or something like that. Well, it was that hot. It was really hot. And this was the time of the day when people didn't come out of their houses. This was the time of day whenever they stayed in in the shade because they didn't want to be so warm and so hot that they couldn't do anything for the rest of the day. And there was Jesus sitting beside the well waiting for a drink. And then this woman comes. Now, she shouldn't be there. She should be in her house, in the shade, protecting herself and not getting hot and worked up and bothered so that she's so tired for the rest of the day. And there she comes with her leather pouch and her jug for her water. And she comes to draw water. Now, she's there because she really doesn't get on with everyone else in the village. She's done things in her lives or in her life that people around her don't really agree with and don't think that it was right and proper for her. So she wants to avoid them. They want to avoid her. And so she comes out in the middle of the day to get her water when no one else is around. And she gets a bit of a shock because there is someone else around and he's sitting at her well. What is she going to do? She needs her water. So she does the only thing she can. She walks over and she gets her water. And Jesus says, will you give me something to drink? I'm thirsty. And now she puts a face on her that looks something like this, I'm sure. That face that you know someone's really thinking hard because she's looking at Jesus and he's looking at her and she's going, I recognize him. Oh, she doesn't know that it's Jesus, but she looks at how he's dressed. She looks at the things that he has with him. And in her mind, she thinks, he's not like me. He is a different group of people. He's a Jew and I'm from a different kind of people too. I'm a Samaritan, she says. The Jews and the Samaritans really don't like each other. And they would never be together. They would never communicate with each other. And here was Jesus asking for some water. And she's puzzled. She doesn't know. She can't think hmm, what should I do? Because I'm told never to talk to these people, but here he is asking for water. It's really hot. He's really thirsty. Am I going to take pity on him? 
she comes and she talks to Jesus. And she says, okay. We read in our passage. If you knew who it was that asked for water, you would ask him for water. This is what Jesus says to her whenever she starts a conversation with him. He says, look, you know, we're really talking about this kind of water. We're talking about this nice water that we can drink and is really fresh and refreshing. But Jesus says, yeah, I really do want some of that, but I want to tell you about water that is more important than that water. Yes, we need this water to live. We need this water for, for everything that we do. But Jesus says, I want to tell you about water that is far greater. And this woman thinks, great, my days of going to the well are over. I don't have to go anymore because he's going to give me this water that is, I'm never going to thirst again. And so she thinks this is going to be fantastic, never having to draw water. But she doesn't understand. You see, in the Bible... Whenever Jesus tells us stories, he uses a lot of examples of things that are around us. If we look up here, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Every one of us, almost every day, has at least one piece of bread in some shape or form. And Jesus was saying that he is like bread. Not that he looks like a sliced pan, but more that it's the goodness, the necessity that we have in eating bread. Jesus says, that's what I am. And so Jesus says, I am the living water. We've been thinking all morning about God's goodness and how important water is to everything that we do. Jesus says today, as he did almost 2,000 years ago, he says, I am the living water. He says, I'm the one that refreshes you. I'm the one who builds you up. I'm the one who strengthens you and causes you to grow, not to grow tall necessarily or to grow in any way that we see each other, but he's talking about a relationship, a friendship with him. And he says, come and have this living water. Today in our family service or our all-age service, we just haven't been speaking to boys and girls. We've been speaking to us all. Because Jesus says to each and every one of us, whether we are young or older, he says, come. Come and taste the living water. Taste what it is that will give you the strength, give you the nourishment, give you what you need in a relationship with him. Yes, he says, I will be with you and I will never leave you as we live in this world. But he also says, I will fill you. I will fill you so much that you will be overflowing with the love, the love from him. We celebrate for practical things today. But can we celebrate for the spiritual? Can we celebrate for the living water, that living water that comes from Christ? Each of us this morning, no matter who we are, where we come from, no matter whether our water looks clean or not so clean? That's the question we have to face. The living water from Christ, or is it just going to be regular tap water again?
He desires a relationship. He desires something that is so real that we will never want to part with it. It is living water. It is nourishing. It is refreshing. It's for those who are still at primary school. It is those for those who are at secondary school, college, university, in the workplace, in retirement, wherever we are. Jesus says, come and taste. Come and get it. Will we today? Whether it be for that first time of of tasting that refreshment of a relationship with him, knowing that sins are forgiven, knowing that it is him who directs us and leads us, or today reaffirming our lives in him, that today, tomorrow, the next day, and each day that we live, we will taste and see that living water to be refreshed, to be encouraged, to be nurtured, and to keep going with him. What's it going to be? I have to say it was fun yesterday in Tesco trying to find bottled water. Try it sometime. You know, the brands that you're faced with. You can go for Tesco Finest at £2.16 for a litre. Or you can go for Tesco Value at two litres for 23p. What's it going to be? Are we just going to settle for life as it is? 19p's worth, thinking that's great value. Or is it going to be over two pounds? Don't know if there's any difference in the water, but certainly we know that it will be pure, that it is not cheap, but that is something that will continue to refresh us, will continue as long as that one liter lasts to give us what we need. What are we going to settle for? Christ says, living water. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the stories that we learn from your word. We thank you for that story of Jesus meeting with that woman that really he shouldn't have been meeting with culturally, but because he loved her, because he wanted to tell her about you and about how she could have a true and genuine life with you. We thank you that he met with her, that he had that conversation, and that through that conversation, others came to know him, the living water. Lord, we know and we're honest when we say that we complain about the weather. We complain that we have too much water and not enough sunshine, but it comes from you. Lord, the water is needed to fill our rivers, our reservoirs, and our lakes. It is needed to feed our gardens. It is needed so that we can drink. We thank you for it. And we also thank you for that other kind of water that you provide the living water in Jesus. We pray that you will open our minds and our hearts to see that it is refreshing, that it is what is needed. And Father, that you call us and welcome us to taste and see. Help us as we live our lives each day in thanksgiving to you, but also as we commit ourselves to you. Continue to draw us to yourself in Jesus' name.